0: Welcome to the Hanford Dixon show with the top dog himself. Boop, 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 boop. We got another victory Monday on our hands. Hamford. Here we
1: go. Brown is here, here. We go. go. Woo, woo. Here we go. Brown is <laughs> here. We go. Woo, woo. Boy, I tell you, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help myself. We did. got
0: another Monday where we have beaten arguably the most dominant team in the NFL. Look at us go. Because yep. We were saying that against the 49ers, and now here we are beating the Ravens. How good does that feel,
1: Geb? Yep, I am so excited. And you know what? I call, I actually call this game. I, I said that, uh, okay, even though, go ahead, gas yourself up, even though we were missing some pieces, uh, on that offensive line. And uh, I, I just, I don't know, I just had a feeling that we were gonna win this ball game. And boy, what a big game it was. i you know, have you noticed though, after we win a big game or any game. That uh, the following day or or especially at that moment, it makes everything all right.
0: Oh, yeah. This city, the vibe of the entire city, you know whether the Browns won or lost just by walking down the street.
1: Well, I don't have to ask you about your day yesterday or <laughs> you don't have to ask me about my day yesterday like normally we would do with each other. Because I think we pretty much know how each other's day went because, boy, I... I it, it, and Sean I mean, what got into him?
0: I, that, I like to hear this and, tone you've got. And,
1: and we're gonna talk. We're gonna really dive into this thing. Not now, but we're gonna dive into it because the difference in in, in two halves. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. But we'll take it as long as we get the uh, we get the W. We'll take. Gab, I have to say this too. Yes. I. Um, I went on uh, Instagram. See, that's what you guys have to do. If wow, not, if you not, figured out Instagram. Y- yeah, I did. If you're not following me on uh, Instagram at <laughs> Hanford Dixon Official, you have to follow me. Uh, I decided to uh, p- do a little contest, and uh, well, after talking to you, yes, you gave me the okay. So uh, <laughs> we decided to do a little contest, and uh, as you know, uh, whoever comes closest to the score and predict who's going to win this game. Uh, that we would uh, give them a shout out on the show, mm-hmm. and we would give them uh, an autograph uh, T-shirt. And uh, I think you have—I love it. You have the results there. Yes, of, uh, yes. It was actually a tie. I think you. Said. I must
0: say, I'm also proud of you for figuring out on your Android <laughs> over there how to get me the screenshots of this. Because um, at, at first he had it all zoomed in, all like dad style. Like, wait, you know, you see this right here? Can you can you just write this down? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why? Why do I don't understand? Why would you guys get on? You guys get hooked on those iPhones. I mean, you just absolutely get hooked on them, and you hate the Android. I, I'm just an Android guy. Yeah, I love this them.
0: this could really divide the internet right here because uh, I know that we have JT. Uh, Thompson coming on later, and he said that he also does not have an iPhone.
1: I, I was gonna say, I bet you JT is uh, is uh, Samson, well, I won't call the name, but an Android guy, my man. He's a
0: green bubble, yeah. Okay, <laughs> anyway, let's give our shout out to McBride Wheatley. He had Brown's 2724.
1: Wow, uh-huh. okay, McBride, congratulations!
0: Yes, and it's me, Shelly, also predicted 2724.
1: And you know what, I'm gonna say, you guys. Congratulations to them, but go and follow them on uh, their Instagram because uh, I tell you, they've been hanging in there with us and uh, they picked the winner, so we got to give them uh, a big shout-out. But again, thank you guys for doing that. And we're going to probably do some uh, every week. Again, I'm going to tell you, go to and follow me at Hanford Dixon official. And what's your Instagram, guys? Look
0: at you, you little influencer. (laughs) At Gabriella Cruz.
1: You don't have to follow her. Just look at it. You know, you don't have to. (laughs) follow. No, I'm serious. You guys have to uh, follow Gab. What what, what, what do we have coming up on the show here?
0: Well, wait a second. I feel like we said we wanted to come up with a Victory Monday handshake. What do you think it should be?
1: I don't know, but we can probably try something right now. The only thing i I think about you should
0: it, do the dog bark. How, do, the how do they
1: remember that? Uh, all those little shakes and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, I see the basketball players and now the football well, players. Well, we can are make our simple then. Come on, real quick. like
0: maybe like one, two, two three. three. You want, three, four, you want a four? And then
1: we do this. All right, and then we
0: oh, you want do a, that. You want an elbow with it? Yeah. <laughs> How about, how about you bark at the end or something? Oh, I'm not, I'm not okay. messing all right. with okay. you. Forget all right. it. Well, first of all, all right, that was a little basic, but we'll work on it. Um, hey, Browns Victory Monday, thanks so much for watching. We've got to take our first break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Hanford-Dixon show. We are just breaking down that big Browns win against the Ravens, and we're going to bring in a very special guest today, Hanford, one, another one of
1: your boys. Michael Dean! Michael Dean, what's up, dog?
2: That's the man of the hour, the (laughs) day, the month, and year.
1: Gabby, you know one thing i got to tell you about Michael Dean? What's that? He don't think I know this, but if he was tall, though, you know, he's 6'1". Now, that's pretty tall. But if he was about 6'3", or 6'4", he'd have been drafting a lot higher than he was. Is that right, Michael (laughs) Dean? You are are
2: absolutely correct. (laughs) And And you know what, Dick? You know what's funny? If you go back and look at history, I think I started one game back in '88 when I was drafted. I think I might be the shortest defensive end at the time. <laughs> now, now about this, Dick. Remember, after I started playing, when Carson came in, we went to a four-three, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and so I was playing that Eagle Tiger three technique. So, but and long, thirty long. Sometimes I would still go and play defensive end, you know, pass rush. But um, after that, John Randall ended up becoming a defensive end. He's shorter than I am. He's about right, six right, feet The right, right, right. White Freeney. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Noga? Yeah, I remember Noga. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So all those all those guys came came uh, right after me at the same time. Noga and I came in the same year. But uh you know I started that trend of short defensive ends.
0: Six time Pro Bowler well, and, right, and
2: but wait a minute. Let me let me tell you this. Yes sir you know, what, yes, sir. You know what I never understood I played against the same guys <laughs> in college, the guys who were six four, six five, and had success. So why wouldn't you think I would have success on the next level?
1: Right, <laughs> right. That,
2: I just can understand that. But anyway, that was – you're right, Hanford. That's what uh, one of the um, – well, a couple of scouts said. If you was the traditional six three, you'd probably be a top –
0: Hey, impressive career you've had, and we actually loaded a little special commercial because you were also pretty known for this McDonald's sandwich, cheeseburger, Michael Dean Perry, you've
3: finally been awarded the M.D.P. The Michael Dean Perry triple cheeseburger with bacon at McDonald's. And boy, do you
1: deserve it. For only $1.99, the M.D.P. is over a quarter pound of great cheeseburger taste. And there's bacon in every bite and a Coca-Cola glass, and it's even better. Now that you have the M.D.P., Michael Dean, what more could you possibly want? Another one. Hurry down
3: to
2: the McDonald's to get your own M.D.P. today. Another one. The uh, archives and got that one, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: We we scoured YouTube for that one.
2: Hey, Hanford, Gabby, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I thought that was gonna launch my acting career. <laughs> I, it was a one shot deal, but nobody else ever called me, so. One hit Mike,
1: Mike, how <laughs> did Mike, how did that whole thing start? Um,
2: they did regional um players, I think um. Phineas Bennett had one in the Buffalo area.
1: Okay. Then okay. they
2: had me in this area. And then I, I'm trying to remember. It was, it was someone else. But anyway, they had three or four guys, and um, they just you know launched that campaign. That's how it all, all started.
1: Mike, tell me about your first sack, when you got your first sack in the NFL. How did that feel?
2: I'll tell you right. what, Dick. <laughs> Um, back in um, in '88, of course, I had about three or four tackles for a loss, and um, I didn't have a sack, so I was getting a little, a little, you know, antsy. And then we played the Jets at home, and um, who was the quarterback then? It wasn't. It was uh, not O'Donnell. That was Pittsburgh. I'm trying to remember. Um,
1: watch out, You're You go show your age.
2: Hey, I know it, right? I'm a, <laughs> hey, hey, Dick, I'm having a senior moment. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go back and look it up. Right, but anyway, right, right. but anyway, um, uh, that was my first uh, first. Like, I did made a, a football card off of it as well, so I still have that um, that poster in my in my house. So, Neil,
1: oh, no, not Neil. No. He's, uh, he's still, he's damp, still trying, trying to figure it out. It out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's, yeah, just, he's having a moment over there. You guys
0: and your androids. <laughs> hey,
1: Dick, hey,
2: Dick. Yeah, yeah. Must be that CTE, huh? Right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: Hanford,
0: okay give Hanford, give us Hanford. the background because everyone always has a new nickname for you. What's this one about?
1: Hey, man, I mean, this is, you know, Michael D, you know, I ain't going to go there with the show. But I hear, you you've heard of the refrigerator? Refrigerator. <laughs> This is how young how she is, Michael Dean. <laughs> you ain't never heard of the refrigerator.
0: Uh like uh,
1: But see, Michael Dean had a famous brother who played Will, in the national football. William.
0: League. That's it. You 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 I you. did a little homework. I didn't know that that was the refrigerator. Okay, that's awesome.
1: But see, another thing you didn't know, see, and I'm a I'ma shock Michael Dean with this one. See, Michael Dean comes from a family of twelve kids. Twelve. Wow. Now, and you know with 12 kids. You know, he him and Michael, him and his brother William, they were both professional athletes, but he had two more brothers that was better athletes than they were. Am I right, Mike? <laughs> hey, hey, probably probably three or four. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dick. When when you hear Michael Jordan's uh, interview, uh, one of his interviews, he talks about uh, playing his brother Larry, and uh, when Michael said that. When he could beat Larry, his brother, uh, playing basketball, he thought he could beat anybody. And so when I when I was playing basketball and just, you know, fooling around with my brothers, when I got the best of them, then I knew, okay, you know what? I might be all right. So they set the bar very, very high.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, good for you. You've had uh, a stunning career. And you know what? We should ask you.
2: Gabby, let me tell you about my, my favorite Hamper dixon uh, <laughs> Oh, perfect. I was, I was trying to get listen, Hey, Hamper, Hamper, Listen, Hanford, Hanford. I didn't even I didn't have to ask. ask.
0: He's going to tell us.
2: not going to be anything is embarrassing, but just how great a cornerback he was, him and uh, many. So I'm coming to uh, Cleveland, right? And it's the preseason. So I come to Cleveland and, you know, Sam Clancy, Big Daddy Carl Harrison, Puzz, Bob Goldick, you know, those guys. Defensive linebackers. Defensive lineman, right? So anyway, I think it was the maybe the first series, first or second series, right? So I'm on the sideline waiting to get in. And I'm looking. So everybody is in the huddle, right? Everybody's in the huddle but Hanford Dixon and <laughs> Frank Minifield. So I'm like, I said, why do you guys don't uh, get in the huddle? You know, they told me, uh, Gabby, he said, that that's Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield. Whoever lines up on their side, they shut him down
1: anyway. I that's said. right. <laughs> now, 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 you take that, Gabby. You take that. <laughs> Mike, Mike uh, let me, well, I don't have to say nothing about you, Big Dog. You know what kind of player you are. I mean, again, uh, six Pro Bowls and, and just uh, a, a force on that defensive line. I want to ask you about another guy that's playing right now. What's your opinion of Miles Garrett? What's my
2: What's opinion my- of Miles Garrett? You know what? Before he's done, he stays healthy. He's going to be probably one of the best that ever played, especially especially uh, as a pass rusher. The guy, he's uh, he's an outstanding player. I mean, quickness off the ball, recognition, recognizing you know different uh, things that he sees, and he he counters very well. So that's that's what you need. You know, he has all the tools, and he shows every single Sunday. So, my hat's off to him. I wish I had him when I was playing.
1: Mike, you don't have to tell me now. I I tell him all the time. I said, that's what you need. You need, like, when you look at it, not only do you have him. And I don't know, I know you follow him a little bit, but he's got a guy, Zadarius, that's also on that defensive line. With Dalvin Thomason, who's a a defensive tackle. He's got a kid named Harris. I mean, he's got, uh, you talk about on that defensive line, they are stalled. And, stout and they're big, what they do is you s- say, for instance, that their start on the 30-yard line, by the time that ball's snap, they're starting on the 28 because they get so much penetration and push, which you know what I'm talking about. They're in the backfield right there, and it's not just one guy because, see, what they would do is they could take a guy like you and they could double-team you, but they can't do that with these guys that we have on this defensive line right here today. These guys are just that good.
2: They are. They're, 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 that's a great unit. And I tell you what, they're not there yet. But you think about some of the uh, the good uh, front four teams of the past. You talk about the Ravens. You could talk about the Steelers. And probably in more in our era, uh, Hanford would be the uh, Minnesota Vikings when they had Chris Dolman, they had Chris Chris uh, Keith Millard, they had John Randall, and they had Hank Thomas. A lot of people don't realize this, but for, for a defensive nose tackle, Hank Thomas has about a hundred sacks. Wow! I so just tell you, you know how great that defensive line was. But yes, Cleveland has a has a has a very stout, uh, good uh, defensive line. It all starts with uh, Miles.
0: Are we the best in the NFL, in your opinion?
2: You know what? It won't take long to call Roe, I tell you that. So you you might not you might be one, one, How about that? <laughs> um, that that makes any sense to you, Gabby?
0: What what did he say? One one eight?
1: You one or won a. Yeah. one A. Yeah. 1-A. I like that. Yeah. Mike, it, it did you
2: take it won't, you, won't take long to call row. Okay? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> did, did you watch did you watch the game yesterday?
2: Oh, I missed it, Hamford.
1: Oh, okay. oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well you you, you yeah. missed a uh, you missed the beauty, Gabby. Right, I'm
2: in a different <laughs> market. We got we got the Panthers. I'm in Charlotte, so we got the Panthers. And then we have the uh, Falcons.
1: So, Gabby, I'm gonna Gabby. make I'm gonna make him smile right now. See, you didn't know what didn't know. what we used to have, Gab. We used to have a um, uh, basketball team. And we all played on the basketball team oh man now, not, god damn it waiting. michael d hold on gabby <laughs> that, michael d <laughs> what, are, you, are you south of 300 right now or are you, uh, how is your weight? is oh, yeah. it good
2: yeah i'm probably about you saw me hit uh uh half probably about last year i'm probably about 280. okay
1: okay yeah now imagine him at 280 right now and you couldn't tell him that he wasn't a, a point guard I mean, he, and he think and he, he can think shoot he too now. Gabby's <laughs> he, he, he first love uh, was basketball. Tell us about that, big dog. <laughs> no, really. Hey, Hanford, no,
2: really. I love playing basketball better than I did football. <laughs> and so, you know, we go play pickup games with my brothers. And man, look here. I wouldn't go down in the post and, 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 and post up. I'll get outside, man, and just shoot jumpers. <laughs> I, mean, I had that kind of range.
0: You and still do you need, still, you still
2: got need, it? So if, if I need to go inside, then I can post people up too. So yeah, I, I enjoy playing basketball, and I and I that was my first love, basketball. But you know why? I kept getting wider instead of taller.
1: <laughs> hey, Mike, hey Mike, Michael, y'all gonna contain? Uh, see, Mike is from uh, South Carolina, but he went to uh, Clemson University, and y'all gonna control Dabo down there, man. I mean, Dabo, you know. Dabble. Dabo said, "If they want to buy stock, you better buy it now. No. <laughs> you know, Dabo won't Dabble keep his mouth closed.
2: Hey, if South Carolina had a Mount Rushmore, Dabo be on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dabble,
2: what? What Dabo has done? What Dabo has done for Clemson is is sort of. I mean, it's just remarkable. I mean, you're talking about two national championships. I think he played for three or four more. Um, just broke Frank Howard's um, all-time winning." Um, uh, uh, record at, at Clemson, 166, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, he's had great success down there. We have a little down year now, but the Tigers will be back. Dabo, uh, hopefully he'll get him back on track. So we're playing and competing for national championships.
1: Mike, we got one last question for you. What? Uh, how did you know when it was time for you to retire? When you've had enough? I mean, with everybody's different, but how? How did you know when it was time?
2: You know, I tell people this story all the time, and I don't know if you ever heard this, but uh, me and uh, your buddy, Frank Minifield. Okay. I had asked Frank that question when I was, I think I was a rookie of my first year. And I asked, I said, listen, when when do you know when it's time to retire? And uh, he said, Mike, let me tell you something. When it takes you from Sunday to Sunday to get ready to play, then it's time for you to retire. And I thought about it, and you know what, Hanford? Frank was absolutely right, because when I came in in 1988, I could play on Sunday, and then be ready to be ready to play again on Monday. And as the years you know, went on, my third year, I play on Sunday, it'll take me Tuesday to be ready to play again. And the more I played, it took me pretty much from Sunday to Sunday for me to be ready to play. What I mean is, my body feels that, that good where, I feel I can go out there and produce like I always can, and it and it and it really took me Sunday to Sunday. By the time my tenth year came around, for me to get ready to play.
1: Well, Gab, we're a little bit mad at him because you know he finished his career in Denver, you know, and you know how we feel about uh, uh, Denver <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on this, in this in this part of the world. <laughs> you know, we don't, like, we don't like those Broncos, you know. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: Dick. Yeah, yeah. You know what I always say? What? What? <laughs> they signed that check too. That's right. That's <laughs> right.
0: MDP, thanks so much for coming on. One last thing, because I know we've had a little feedback here. Can you still hit that outside jump shot?
2: <laughs> Listen, those arms and shoulders are so beat up now, Gabby. I don't know if I can shoot a free throw right now. Much less a jump shot. I <laughs> I might hit might a layup, Gabby. Right.
0: Oh, that's good because Hanford can't at least not right, if he's wide open.
1: Right. <laughs> Dog, we really appreciate you coming on, man. Really appreciate it. I'm telling you, Gabby, they didn't come any better than uh, this guy. Not only was he uh, uh, a great player, but he's an even better person.
2: Oh, thanks so much for coming on. Well, thank, thank you for the compliment, Havre. Always nice talking with you, man, and seeing you. Thanks. All right? Thanks. May
1: forever. Okay, big dog. Okay.
0: All right, we're going to break. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. MDP, what a treat to have on. He is so funny.
1: Michael Dean was really funny, but it, it was funny we showed that uh, that commercial when he did that Michael <laughs> Dean Perry Burger, and they asked him. Oh, and him, there was
0: more than one. We had options. And what
1: was the question they asked him at the end? Uh, does he, what uh, he?
0: he couldn't want anything else, and he was like, "Oh no, I'll have another yeah, one." Yeah,
1: I will have another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I love when he said, "I thought that was going to launch my acting career." Yeah. <laughs>
1: You didn't know he wanted to be a, he thought he was a basketball player, did you?
0: That is so The wild. biggest point yeah.
1: guard in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, he was a character. We actually, we've got another special guest coming on. Welcome back for week two, one of our favorites. We've got Browns legend and executive VP with the Ravens, Ozzie Newsome, back joining us. And I'm not going to lie, Hanford, I think all of us probably thought we were going to have a different type of phone call today with him.
1: Yeah, we did. We, we you know, we had all pencil in. the. We, ra-
0: we were kind of like, I don't know. I mean.
1: Yeah, the Ravens to win this one. But, you know, shit happens, you know. I mean, you know, big dog looked at me when I said shit happens. I'm sorry, but You Ozzie, cut me out on that. One, Ozzie. You
0: know? Thanks again for joining us. Listen, what's going okay. through your mind when you watch a game like that unfold? Well, you know,
3: I know games are four quarters and, uh, you know, and I normally don't get comfortable till uh, you know, the last 30 seconds of a game because so many things can happen that can flip the momentum. So, and it was one of those games that uh, both teams were moving the ball and, you uh, you know, I started to feel like it was going to come down to whoever had the ball last was probably going to have a chance to win it.
0: Yeah, was there any point during the game that you started to get a bad feeling?
3: Yeah, when we first kicked off, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like – that's how good, Browns fans – I had me. a good feeling on,
3: on Saturday after Alabama beat Kentucky, but once that <laughs> the ball got kicked off yesterday, you know, I, I didn't – I don't ever have a good feeling. <clears throat>
1: Well, Gabby, he said when Alabama beat Kentucky, you know what I was getting ready to say when he said that? What's that? Road tide. You I, know, well, yeah, you, you, of course. You, you know that was coming, don't they you? A boy <laughs> <laughs> You know how they
0: tie God damn it. you
3: know how they tie it.
1: <laughs> Big dog, that was a tough one yesterday, man. That was, uh, that was a tough one for you. I know it. I, uh, one thing I didn't do, Gabby, I wasn't making no phone calls to him. I wasn't, uh, <laughs> you know, no texts to him. You know, I wasn't going to text him. Uh, nothing because I know he was going. Wiz, this is what I think make it really, really tough for you. Because uh, when you look at it, I mean, uh, Baltimore, I think, now looking at the schedule, Gab, I think they have, if not the toughest, but one of the toughest schedules um, the rest of the season. That's why it, it's really hard, Ozzy, to let a game like yesterday get away from you guys.
3: Well, well Hanford, uh, you know, if we are going to – the opportunity to, you know, make it to the Super Bowl, then there, are, when you get in the playoffs, there are no easy games, right? So, you know, we have to play the schedule. The schedule came back, came out in May, and we looked at it. And then you just go play the schedule. The thing you don't know is when you play a team, you know, what injuries they're going to have and what injuries you got, you know, and that can dictate to, uh, uh, you know, how good the t- your opponent is going to be, because if you have seen over the last four or five weeks, it's, well, I think we had 10 rookie quarterbacks that started Right. Uh, well, last weekend, I think. So, you know, you just have to play the schedule, you know, and you want to win enough games uh, to get into the playoffs and then you play another tough schedule.
0: You know, you mentioned rookie quarterbacks. This might be my time to ask Ozzie his, not to switch gears here, but he's been so phenomenal. What do you think of CJ Stroud?
3: You know what he's playing? Uh, we played against him in the, the opening game. And uh, I saw in that game, some resiliency that uh, he has some poise and you could see that uh, he was going to have a bright future. Uh, I have not had a chance to study him uh, since that first game. I will uh, uh, today or tomorrow as they play Cincinnati Yes, they get a chance to rewatch him. But, uh, you know, he, he's a talented kid, and uh, they got the, the, the Alabama head coach down there that uh, he's doing one heck of a job, you know, D'Amico. He's doing a heck of a job for a first-year coach.
1: Well, this is what make me mad. When You know, when I sit there, and obviously Stroud is a good talent, and uh, people make me mad when I hear him say, okay, uh, he should have been the first-round pick. But, you know, he went s- second. I mean, you're talking about – I mean, you got to – both kids are, are, are good players, and one just – I think is just having better players. But I don't want to get into that and start going, because I'll start – you know, I'll start getting mad <laughs> again. You know, don't be talking about Bryce. You know? <laughs> but, dog, uh, 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 up 14 in the uh, going into the fourth quarter with the way your defense is playing, I had to think that, you know, maybe you had this one won. No,
3: no. Uh, I mean, you know, Cleveland was moving the ball the whole time. and uh, But we have been able to make plays in the fourth quarter to seal games. And uh, we thought we had made the play, we didn't get the fumble. But, uh, but, you know, and then Deshaun got hot. You know, as you know, uh, you know, I've been dealing with Deshaun since he was at Clemson. Right. And he, he, we And Nick said we gave him the ball too much time, and he took it down and beat us uh, in the national championship game. So, uh, you know, it was some opportunities, and uh, we didn't capitalize, but I'm sure they were saying there were some opportunities that they didn't capitalize on.
0: From your experience, Ozzie, do you think Deshaun has kind of turned a corner? Well,
3: I mean, you know, I don't know if he had a corner to turn. Uh, Deshaun's a good football player. And, you know, he's had to deal with injuries and he had the other uh thing last year, but you know, uh, you have to play the game, you know, and he hasn't played a lot uh this year. And so, you know, having a baby to put put what I think two back-to-back games together, you know, and then now you, you know, it's like coming out of training camp. It just takes some time. Uh cuz the speed of this game you just can't emulate it in no other fashion than to play the game
1: well i can't i can't wait to go back and watch this film because i wanted to see it just seemed like the sean was able to uh scramble just like you said make some plays with this leg and then uh, it just seemed like Lam- Lamar wasn't able to uh, do that toward the end of the game. I don't know whether they were, had a spy on him or whether he was boxing him in. Uh, were you able to see anything different? Because it just lo- it looked like he just wasn't able to get out of the pocket and gain that extra yardage that you used to seeing him get to pick up the first down. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, I think most of the pundits, all the uh, other people
3: like you, they, you want to see him stay in there in the pocket. You know, they said he can't play from the pocket. But Lamar does what he has to do to try to win football games. And whether it's staying in the pocket, whether it's taking and running with it, with uh, some quarterback runs that Todd put in, he just does what he feels like he has to do in order for us to win and be successful on
1: offense. Well you tell Lamar you need to take off that jacket over there on the sideline like he freezing over there, you know. <laughs> Tim, you got a ball. He's from Florida, man. Yeah. He's from Florida. I mean, he's sitting over there like he freezing. I'm like, what the hell is he doing over there? Ozzie, uh, real quick, short week this week. This one, you gotta forget about it. I mean, you know as well as anybody else, this one you just gotta you gotta bank it, forget about it, because you got another big game coming up Thursday against another division opponent talking about those uh, Cincinnati Bengals.
3: That's true. And uh, you know, as soon as I get off the phone off of this call with you, uh, I'm going down to practice. We've already turned the turned the book to uh to the Bengals. Uh the players are in the building and uh we're starting to get prepared to play against another division rival who uh who's playing good
1: football also. Gabby, I'm gonna say this to you. Yes. You wouldn't believe how much you would think Ozzy still plays. You wouldn't believe how much film he watches during the course of a week. Oh, yeah.
0: And I, I know he's such a gamer. I was going to ask him how long did he have to walk today because he probably had some steam to, to walk off. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know how invested you are. Like, we were giving him a hard time. The guy won't retire. He's, he's, he's uh, doing all the film. He's getting his walks in. He's, you know, got he his lo- game face he, on.
1: He loves the game. He loves the game. But, Wiz, you expect your boys to bounce back, right? Yeah, I do,
3: man. You know, uh, this is a resilient football team. And, uh, hey, but we got the bingers coming
1: in. So it's another AFC North clash. Well, Dog, we appreciate you coming on. I can't tell you how much we uh, we we thank you because I know it was tough uh, after, uh, after that ball game. But, again, got to forget it. Have a short memory. Okay, man. Enjoy talking to you. Tell your family I said hello. You got it, my <laughs> friend. Thanks, big dog. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. That's what we call him, Gab. Always oh, he great can, to have him
0: on. I kind of thought maybe he wouldn't come on this week just because I didn't know how that works, you know? I mean.
1: Well, he, he's talking with you and I. I mean, he was he was happy to come on. He <laughs> wouldn't miss that. But you know what? I used to always say, Gabby, he can catch a BB in the dark.
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for coordinating that. Once again, Hanford, always good to hear from Ozzy Newsome. We'll be back with more Hanford Dixon show right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show. We're just celebrating our victory Monday. How about this Hanford five walk-off field goals in week 10? That's an NFL record.
1: You know, it was a strange day in the NFL, uh, yesterday and, uh, just things were happening. Just like what you just said that, uh, Hasn't happened in a while. I'm mean, well. Never happened, uh, like you said. It's a record. But uh, only thing I'm happy about is the one we had. <laughs> I <laughs> right? know Forty-yard field goal right at Ooh. the end. My what, what man. Is, were
0: you? Were you sweating a little bit there? I was
1: sweating a little bit. But you know, I got a feel for this game early on, and and um, after uh, we got down, I think I think it was the first half. It was seventeen-three. I I just got a good feeling about yeah. this game. So okay, um, I. I feel pretty good right now today. Ooh,
0: and how about Miles Garrett's sixth consecutive season with 10-plus sacks? He becomes only the seventh player in NFL history to do that.
1: Well, you know what I keep saying about Miles. He's just a beast. He's a freak. I mean, this guy, whenever you need to play, he's a guy that just jump in there and make. he really makes it happen. So uh, uh, what can you say about him?
0: Hey, Let's say everything about Miles Garrett and then some with our fan reaction that we have every week. We are welcoming on JT of Montrose Auto Group, John Thompson. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Gabby. <laughs> there you go. Hey, JT, can, can you John believe, Thompson. Can you
4: believe in she got weeks. the name? Ten, ten weeks. Did she get
0: the name right? She finally hey, got... guys. All right, listen. <laughs> to be fair, he's such a an ambassador of Montrose Auto yeah, Group yeah. that for the longest, I just thought that that was your last name. It's all right. It works out. We all... We we, we figured it out
4: as time went on yes not a big deal and but now
0: we're always remembering the name because we're associating <laughs> you with brown's wins
4: absolutely <laughs> and yesterday was one of the best i could personally ever remember
1: well you know it's it's funny i i'm i'm sitting here and i was gonna say uh talking about montrose auto group uh he is well i know your dad but you you are also an owner. Yep. Of uh, Montrose Auto Group, and I could tell you—you you don't talk about it a lot. You just, no. you just, you just
4: mm-hmm. low key. Got to stay under the radar. <laughs> stay under the radar, it's, it's and I think that, that is and... just
1: uh, absolutely great. <laughs> but before we do, let's jump into this game. Oh God! Tell me how you
4: felt about uh, it, Big Dog. And yesterday, you were, you were I, busy
0: yesterday I, too. I, I was
4: busy yesterday. Actually, just got back from a little vacation, the long weekend down in Florida. Went to happiest place on earth, Disney <laughs> World mm-hmm. yesterday. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, God. Damn
1: it. Wait. I thought <laughs> there you, he goes. I thought you said you're low key. Low key. Everybody takes <laughs> a
4: vacation. And, and what was the temperature in Florida when you were there? <laughs> it was about uh, 82 on Saturday. Rub it in. Rub it <laughs> in. Carry on, JT. Yeah, I'm the, sorry. Cold front <laughs> did come through. It was about 72 yet yeah, last night, but. I'm, I'm standing in line. My niece wanted to go into It's a Small World. Oh. And I, I see Greg Newsom pick off the ball for the pick six. Woo. And I'm screaming in the middle of hundreds of people waiting in line.
1: <laughs> I and, thought you were crazy. Yeah, yeah shut-
4: no, they're looking at me, and I'm staring at my phone, you know, as the diehard Browns fan that I am. And uh, I was freaking out. I, I It's just you had that feeling. As soon as that ball yeah. was batted up in the air, you had that momentum. You felt it. It was... It just was all throughout the game. You knew. Yeah. You Shout knew. out to
0: friend of show, Greg Newsom. What a way to splat- make a
4: splash for his first career interception. In- incredible. And I-, I got something for you. So, true or false, Hanford? Okay. Are the Browns a legit contender to make a deep run after yesterday in their performance? Or is it still too early to tell? I,
1: I think it's, uh, uh, JT, I think it's still a little too early to tell. But, yeah. but. Uh, if you were to hold me down, hold my feet to the <laughs> fire and make me answer that question, I would say yes. Um, this football team is is, is unbelievable. What I like about yesterday, I think it was just a big, big team win. 100%. I, 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 I 100%. think uh, w- when you look at it, uh, normally uh, it's the defense that's pretty much doing everything. Yep. But this game was um, defensively, offensively. Special teams and special teams. I'm not counting that fumble we had uh, late in the ball game. Right. But <laughs> didn't you I, I have to ask you this? How did you feel about the way the defense came out and responded after that fumble?
4: I mean, we didn't. We came out, man, and we were like battling. They they just play. They they play with an attitude. When their backs against the wall, they play with that chip on their shoulder, and they do what they need to do. And it's it, it's so evident to watch. When they get a little bit fired up, a little bit pissed off, they play with an extra edge. It's great. JT,
1: you know, and I and I, I'll ask you this question. You and you and Gab, both of you guys can jump in on this. You know what I thought was the crucial, crucial play? And it was in the at pretty much toward the end of the third quarter. And you talked about Miles Garrett and his one and a half sacks that he had yesterday. But he had sacks pretty much on back to back plays yeah. because when they got that ball. They were on the thirty-seven yard line, mm-hmm. and with those two sacks, Miles
4: backed uh, them up, backed mm-hmm. them up, and uh, and they couldn't uh, they couldn't get a field it, goal. It's a game changer. Yeah, it's an absolute game changer when you have a player of his talent, his caliber, his intensity to do what he does at crucial periods in the game. Because you know, Hanford, yeah. the game of football, there's pivotal times yeah. to where you got to make a play, and he he rose to the occasion. And he has time and time again. It's great.
1: Tell us about Montrose Auto Group.
4: Uh, Montrose, hey, we've got stores all over Northeast Ohio from Ashtabula County to Lorain County, down into Summit County. So we've got uh, 13 brands um, at six different campuses around Northeast Ohio. So you can go gomontrose.com and uh, check out our entire inventory. I know I'm helping a friend <laughs> of yours out right now.
1: Absolutely. And I'll say this real quick. I know um, – You have, say, if someone wants something like a Kia, you got that. But also, if they want to go up and...
4: uh, Kia, Ford, we also have Land Rover, Jag, Volvo. So we've got the luxury brands along with the the more economical and uh, fuel-efficient side of things. So we've got a whole mix. Well,
1: I'll tell you this. We really... uh, We 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 appreciate chopping it up with you. You like that, Gabby? Yeah, and what a chopping it up.
0: Okay, that's cute. Yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll keep that one. And I think it's a cool foreshadowing. He's at Disney. Hopefully, we're at Disney celebrating (laughs) later on this season.
4: It was a happy time yesterday when I saw that kick go through.
0: It's a small world <laughs> after JT, JT, all. Did you, did
4: you, did It's seared in my memory, <laughs> bank. JT, did you like that chopping it up? Oh, absolutely, man.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: there he goes. That's what we're doing. This, this guy, you know it's serious when he starts pounding <laughs> the table. <laughs> 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 I got bark a barking extra today.
4: We you know won. he's happy. We
1: won. This is
4: absolutely. a Monday. Hey, you secret
0: way to win. Handshake, let's see if you remember. Yeah. One, two, <laughs>
1: three, four. <laughs>
0: Wait a Hit the rock first Wait and then, okay, come on. oh, come on. You made this up. One, two, three, four. Rocket, Boom. elbow.
1: Boom. Yeah, we got to
0: go to break. We're so late. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. We've had some really great guests on lately, Hanford. Thanks for coordinating and bringing on. We got MDP, uh, and we also had Ozzie Newsome. Always great to hear from them.
1: Boy, it was really good to have him on, especially to hear him talk about uh, how they were feeling up there in Baltimore after this uh uh, obviously, you can you can put it anywhere you want to put it. This was a big, big game and a uh, devastating loss to them, even though when you still look at it, they're still atop of the um, AFC North. But uh, I guarantee you, this was a game they had at home, a game that they always – you know, they normally win that game when they're playing at uh, M&T Banks. Is that the name of that stadium? I think that's the name of that stadium. Uh, but, you know, it was – It was good to have it.
0: Yeah, what were some of your biggest takeaways from Sunday's win?
1: Gabby, I have to tell you, I I was a little worried there in the beginning, uh, especially uh, uh, this game because when we first came out of the shoot, I mean, Deshaun had a uh, pick six, and uh, they picked it off and ran it in for a touchdown, and then uh, there was a couple other scores, and before we know it, I mean, we was down uh, 17 points. I think at one point we were 17-3 at the end of the half, and I thought, "Hey, man, this is going to be a long, long day. Uh, Even though I picked the Browns to win, that make you have a change of heart real, real fast watching this ball game. But, you know, I have to give our guys a lot of credit. I mean, they fought, they fought, they fought. I mean, they just kept clawing away, and and, uh, I just thought, you know, when you look at Deshaun's numbers – in that first half, Gabby, it was just unbelievable. In the first half, look at this. He was 6 for 20 for 79 yards in that first half. And then he comes back, and with along with everybody else on this defense, the way they played. He was 14, I think, for 14, for 134 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you, you watched it, that were numerous times that he came out of there and scrambled for the first down. And then here come our guy on defense talking about Miles Garrett. Just unbelievable. Took over the game on the defensive side. He ended up the day, I think, with one and a half sack. I think now he's got 19 total sacks, and he just had a day. And then our our guy, a Newsome. I mean, talking yes, about finally. yeah. Did you did you see that? What did you say when he had that big pick?
0: The pick six. <laughs> I, I was just really happy for him. You know, he's a friend of big play. He comes up here. We've gotten interviews with him, and just just a great guy. I was happy to see that his first career interception was in such style.
1: And and I think Ozzie put it uh, correctly when he said he thought that whoever had the ball last was going to be the one to win this ball game, and that is that's exactly what happened. I mean, we ended up hitting. What was it? I think it was a uh 40 what was it 40 30,
0: 38 38 it? yard
1: field goal or something like that and and able to win the ball game but it was a big win it was a big win and it was a, a team win and uh, I, I could just imagine those guys on that flight coming back from Baltimore back to Cleveland. It was just really, really exciting. And you know what? it get them going. I mean, it get them going. Now they know they have another game coming up. Uh, and we're going to talk about, I, I guess, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got them coming up. And, uh, boy, it was just, uh, I, I just thought it was a great team win. And I was just happy to see it.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, real quick, I don't know if we'll have time to go all around the AFC North, but you did mention the Steelers, and the Browns are hosting the 6-3 and three, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this week. So, Browns got revenge for their early loss to the Ravens. What do we need to do this week to avenge that Week 2 loss to the Steelers?
1: Gabby, I'm scared. I'm scared because I want to, you know, the reason why I'm saying this is a football team that uh, I think we should beat. I don't care what their record is. I think we should beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and obviously we're playing, we're playing them at home but whenever I start thinking that way, that's when uh, it goes the other way. So I'm not gonna say that we well, have reframe to reframe
0: your thinking. Well, my guy. I
1: am gonna do that. So we have what to. What
0: do we do to we, slow we, down T.J. Watt?
1: We have to give them. A, oh my God! Don't even talk about him and what he did to the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, just beat up on the big. That was a game I wasn't expecting the Bengals to lose. I'm glad they lost that game, but I wasn't expecting them to uh, lose that game. So again, the AFC North, one of the best divisions. In football,
0: Yeah, we got to put them away early, I think. All right, we'll be back with more Hanford Dixon Show. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz. Thanks so much for watching. We've got our last segment here. How about a, a couple quick bets for you, Hanford? No, be- right?
1: before you do that, I, I have a bone to pick with you. Again? Yeah, because I'm sick and tired of people. <laughs> uh, they tell me they watch our show. Mm-hmm. They love our show but they much rather look at you than to look at me.
0: Hey, I mean, what? I mean, come don't, on. Don't I'm hit like... the player, hit the game. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Hit me with your
0: <laughs> Well, wait a second. Uh, let me let me just see if you remember our Victory Monday handshake cuz this is going to be crucial for us moving forward. Ready? Go. Oh! Nail Oh. Nailed it. oh.
4: We're giving something to people to watch for you.
0: <laughs> Hopefully we'll be doing that next week uh, against the Steelers. Let's do a couple quick bets here. Over, under, 38.5 total points. What do you think? Steelers, they've been winning ugly too, but they're averaging 17, 17.3 points per game, allowing 20.2. I'm
1: going to say under. I'm going to say under because uh, the mm-hmm. way our defense is playing and the, that offense is just not uh, – they're not playing up to par. They're getting it done, but they're not playing up to par. So I'm going to go with the under on that one, but the Browns will win that one.
0: Browns win. Okay, that's all I needed to know because producer's giving us the 30-second uh, or the wrap-up here. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you know, we like to chat, and we kind of like oh, chat with so many people my goodness.
1: So okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we got to do what we have to do. I, I mean, was going to say,
0: Cleveland, you know, we're opening as four-point favorites. Who you think is going to win? You already told us. It's Browns, baby. We're going to do our Victory Monday handshake again next week.
1: <laughs> we got. Gabby, good show.
0: Hey, good show. Give us the the bark. Awesome. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next week.